Your San Jose Sharks come up short to the Winnipeg Jets for their 10th loss in a row. We'll break this one down. We'll break down Matt Benning's surgery and who's going to the All-Star Game in Toronto right now on Teal Town After Dark. And we say hello and good evening to you. It is January 4th, 2024. The Sharks lose 2-1 to one to the Winnipeg Jets. And we welcome you to this edition of Teal Town After Dark. This is your live interactive Sharks postgame. We do this after every game. So if you want to be part of the show, here's how you do it. Chat with us and fellow hockey fans all over the world and in Sharks territory on the YouTube page or the app. And of course, follow us on all our social media uh, platforms that we uh, cover the game with. And of course, find everything at tealtownusa.com. And if you want to support the pod, feel free to do so either in a super chat donation while you're watching or hit us up on Venmo at tealtownusa. And with that, I say hello. Happy New Year. It's been a while. Puck Guy here alongside Ian Reed. Hello. I, um, I have my voice back kind of sort of mostly. Um, but yeah, it's been, um, my health has been about as good as the sharks play over about the same stretch of time. So maybe if the sharks start winning again, I will finally get healthy again. Uh, to quote Randy Hahn, that's like icing on the power play, which is never good. So get better, <laughs> my friend. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. It's been, it's been a weird stretch. Um, <laughs> just, yeah, just, just, it's like one thing after another. It's like completely different things that happen. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm here, but I'm back. Um, I'm ready to go. Yeah, and ready to talk about the tenth loss in a row. Oh boy. Yeah, <laughs> Ramon Garcia. And I thought the schedule was supposed to get easier for them. It does after they play. I think it's after this home and home with the Leafs. I think they have one of the easier schedules left in the league at that point. Um. I don't know. I think a lot of people, including myself, to be completely honest, I think a lot of people overlook this Jets team. Because uh, even the last time I played them, I kind of said, these this team's a bunch of frauds. Um, but this is a pretty good team defensively. And I think we saw that tonight. And I think Connor Hellebuck, he is the Jets. And not to jump ahead, but he's obviously going to be going to the Ulster game for the Jets. And it's well-deserved. I think that... that I read a stat. I think that they've allowed like three goals or less in their in their last like twenty or something um, for for the Jets. Like they've they've um they've kind of quietly um been good, which is surprising, right? Because it looked like when you looked at um before like Hellebuck resigned and stuff, like it looked like this team was like gonna have to completely tear it down, right? Um, so there it's, was it's all... interesting. Yeah, there were all kinds of talk. Oh, gosh, are they going to have to rebuild? Are they going to have to retool? Yeah. And they got some nice pieces in that uh, Dubois trade. They did, yeah. And, and one of which I think was in the scoring sheet tonight. But, yeah, you, you touched on it. Hellebuck's been awesome. 8-0-2 yeah. last, in his last 10 coming into tonight. You know, uh, since they lost to the Sharks, which was the last win the Sharks had, mm -hmm. you know, they've been... 7-0-2. They haven't lost in regulation since. 
And, you know, I haven't looked at the standings, you know, recently because why is there a reason to look at the standings <laughs> if you're a Sharks fan? Uh, but Winnipeg, Dallas, Colorado have all been in on the uh, – uh, in the contention for the central division lead, I mean, you feel for yeah. anybody that's trying to get in there, like maybe Nashville, who's hanging in there, and it's just been a struggle for them. So yeah, and if you go look by points percentage, like the Jets by points percentage are the best team in the central division. So um, definitely making you know, like I said, it, it's it's a really nice story for them because a lot of people are like, well, you know, it's Winnipeg; they're not going to sign free agents and you know they're basically just going to have to tear it down to the bolts and and rebuild through the draft because no one's going to go play there um so i mean it's 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 a nice story and i'm, I'm kind of happy for them because it's nice when teams can kind of turn it around even especially in a situation like theirs where it's like you know um palm reese leaves and then rick bonus comes in right and everyone's like yeah rick bonus kind of like a Rick Bonus is such an interesting coach because he's been around forever. Like this guy, I feel like is coached forever. Um, and yet, you know, has still managed to find a way to, to stay in the game as long as he had, like, I think for, um, just an underrated story for, for longevity in coaching. Uh, I think Rick Bonus was like the, the original coach of the Ottawa senators. Yep. I think he was, he was so i mean so i mean like you know that that's that's some longevity man so credit to him for you know finding a way to not only adapt to the today's game right because i think a lot of coaches can't do that um so yeah i mean you know kudos to him and, and for a league that likes to recycle coaches i mean he stuck through through it all either as an assistant or as a head coach heck i even remember watching like sports center highlights of the Islanders as he was filling in for Mike Milbury because he was doing GM duties right uh, for it. But yeah, and kudos to the jets. They've done, they've done a great job and to do that without Kyle Connor it yes. is, is crazy too for that. Yeah. Um, all right. So enough gushing about yeah, the jets. I guess like we've just, we've, we've apparently just become a jets podcast. Well, I mean with that first period where they outshot them like 11 to six and it was, and that that made it look softly, but I think I, Ian, they were out. The Sharks were getting outshot nine to one, like about halfway through this through the first period, and it's like, oh crap! That thank goodness for Mackenzie Blackwood because otherwise he, you know, this team would be, you know, <laughs> it it could have been ugly. Yeah, um, you know, Mackenzie Blackwood before he got ill, um, like I think he he was fine, but I wasn't super impressed by him. I thought he'd kind of lost a step it was nice to see him come in tonight and have a really good game that's kind of what you're hoping for when Mackenzie Blackwood came back in because I think you know uh Kapokokkanen has done a really good job this season um you know and I said this on the last show I was on I'm always really nervous of a guy who's due a paycheck suddenly is good again <laughs> um <laughs> it's which, amazing how that works which, yeah, which Kapokokkanen definitely falls into that category. It's like, oh, but, you know, but now he's due money, so now he's good again. Um, but, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, Blackwood obviously needs to play well because I think if if he doesn't, you know, then he, then Kapokokkanen's going to start getting a lot more starts, I think. Uh, you know, so it was good for Blackwood to come in and have this game. I thought he played really well. I mean, he was probably the best shark on the ice. I don't think there's yeah, – I don't – really fault him for either goal um I, you know i think the sharks aren't in this game if mckenzie blackwood wasn't as good as he was in this game 
Right. And you touch on Capo, who's been on on a roll since since I've been gone, uh, you know, and where the trade talk has transferred from, ooh, when's Mackenzie Blackwood getting come for a first round to Capo Kakinen now being talked about. But yeah, Blackwood kept kept the guys in it and they were getting hemmed in their zone, you know, like it was the early season sharks where you saw. Uh, what was it? I think it was like maybe Addison uh, in the, in the zone for over two minutes, and, and the Sharks could not get the puck. But they changed that around with like a few minutes to go in the first, and and made some chances there. And then the second period came on, and then it's like okay, they get a power play, and just as the power play ends, you see Barabanov, you know, with a nice one timer that I think Hellebuck wants to have back to to get the Sharks on the board early. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Logan asking, are the Jets still frauds? No, I, I go back and listen to the start of the podcast. We already gushed about the Jets enough. The shit I say in Discord comes back and bites me in the chat. Yeah, well, you know, that's what happens. You know, our, our Discord supporters will, will always remind us about our mistakes. And, and then we have to eat it. And then, you know, it's like <laughs> yeah, the it's, it's like a Brussels sprout omelet to me with a hint of avocado it's just like yeah no no just kind of like the sharks this season but i digress uh so barbie gets his his third back-to-back games with barabanov getting uh goals so that's nice to see they starting to, to uh turn it up a bit yeah i mean barbie's a guy who i was really you know i had been calling out since he had basically returned from injury but he is last couple of games he's really come on like I think I, I tweeted in big capital letters, Barbie's back. Yeah. <laughs> he looks he looks kind of like the guy that, you know, we were hoping was going to come back and and help uh, and help this team kind of get a little bit of a scoring punch. Um, I, yeah, he's been really good the last couple of games. So I, I'm glad that maybe it was just, you know, an issue of trying to get back up to game speed or whatever, because having a layoff for any injury time, you know, it's hard to get back to game speed, I think. You know, I'm excited for Logan Couture to re-enter this lineup because I think that's going to help them mm-hmm. a little bit more than, like, people probably give Logan Couture credit for. Um, but, you know, but again, like, he's missed the whole season, missed training camp. Like, this is, he's going to probably take some time to get up to speed. But, but you know, regardless, I'm still excited that, you know, Logan should be back in the lineup soon. I think it'll, it'll help, you know, it'll, it'll give the Sharks a little bit more offensive depth. I think it gives them... I think they they're not like as bad as they were offensively in the beginning of the season where it was like you just shut down hurdle and the whole thing shuts down. I think <laughs> they've had other guys step up, but I think having Logan Couture, um, you know, playing one and two center with hurdle, I think that's going to I think that's going to help the team a lot. And I think it's going to help the players that Couture is going to get to play with. Yeah, and it'll kind of solidify things. You can have a one two center combination uh, in your top six. Uh, it should hopefully open it up the offense a little bit more. Uh, if, of course, if you're it on, it should team, right, like because it's going to give people like like Logan Couture like as much shit as he gets in this fan base, and, and from me included, man. Like I'm not going to sit here and pretend I'm Logan Couture's biggest fan, but I think the I just think that we've gone too far the other direction on Couture. I think there's been a lot of crap put on Couture. Um, I think more so than anything because of the overall team result. Yeah. And, you know, the former captain who shall not be named is, you know, 
had a lot of success where he where he done the sea yeah, and and couture hasn't and i think combined with his if that's his play and in the though, standing like if is that's your out. if that's your bitch with couture though if your bitch with couture is that well joe pavelski left and then logan couture took over and he's like if you think logan couture is the reason that the sharks are where they are then you don't know what you're fucking talking about like i said there's a lot of legitimate gripes that people can have with logan couture i have plenty of my own but the, this you know i think he just got handed the the bag at the the wrong time right uh, right. You know, I, I, it didn't matter who they handed that bag to. It was going to go wrong. Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong. That's not on me. That's that's more others who are, are shining their takes. Oh, no, I get on. it. I, I understand. But, I just think those people are fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> that's just it. Right. Like, right. they're fucking dumb. And that's fine. There's, you know, they're not alone. There's a lot of dumb fucking fans in this fan base that say some really, really dumb shit. So they're not alone. Yeah, uh, Jesse L mentioning my eyeball test at the game. Hope you had fun, by the way. Despite the loss, said Duke was really, really bad tonight. Am I off base? I didn't really notice Declare much at all, and, um, so yeah. I don't. I, I I didn't notice him in a negative way, but I didn't really notice him in a, in a even like a neutral or positive way either. So, and and I think sometimes Declare does have games like that where you just. I think he's a guy that you should notice more than, you know, a few times a game. Um, and if you don't, I think that's a problem. Yeah, no, uh, precisely. So getting back to the recap, Barabona made it one nothing at 1026, about 82 seconds later. <laughs> you know, because enjoy nothing, Sharks fans. Yeah, enjoy exactly. Nothing. That's all you get. See, this is why I was trying to tell you guys. Enjoy those those little victories of during that East Coast road trip because it's not gonna happen a lot more this season. Just like Baron getting his eighth of the season from Pionk and Dylan to tie it up at one. It was just like a just just scribbled like a tip. It just scribbled right just past Blackwood. Flasic couldn't yeah. get to it in time. It, it, one of those painful ones to see. It's like, was it Vlasic? Was Vlasic playing with Addison tonight? Was that the pair? Because I believe so. Because that there's there's a couple of times where I was like I didn't know what Addison was doing at all. It was like oh I have to play defense. What do I do now? Like he he, I think it was on this goal where he kind of like just completely disengaged from the play kind of, and I don't know where he was going. He kind of was just he looked like he was just kind of like I don't know. I'm trying to think of an analogy here that would work, you know, <laughs> kind of reminded me of like, like my daughter when she was like little, which she's not anymore. <laughs> she's going to high school next year. But when she was, what? Little, was Wait. I know, I know, I know. Uh, and um, when she'd play soccer and instead of playing soccer, you know, her and her friends would just kind of walk around the field, just whatever, doing whatever, not really playing and just kind of hanging out. Like that's kind of what Addison was doing. Right. Just like, just, disengaged and was like you know just kind of enjoying the scenery and enjoying the break like i don't know um that pair is atrocious though <laughs> like, yeah i, I mean on like anytime like they were on the ice together um i you know and, and again like credit to this winnipeg team obviously but i thought that if you wanted to see the sharks get hemmed in your zone throw addison and Vlasic over the boards and that's yeah. pretty much what was gonna happen and, and and we all know that addison's kind of been like the more the offensive type uh sure playing but, but he's not good enough offensively to be this bad defensively 
right? And, like if if you're if you're Eric Carlson, you can get away with being bad defensively because you're <laughs> you're you're good offensively. You actually put up points offensively. Right. Addison's not good enough offensively to be this bad defensively. Yeah. Period. And, and like Kevin's saying in the chat, he's still young and adjusting, but he really should be better defensively than he is to be playing in the NHL. Correct. And yeah. Yeah, no, and I, I and Kevin like said it way better than I did. Yeah, but it's 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 frustrating because you you want to see him flourish in both ends, which is why I think the organization wants but he can be potentially good offensively, but he's no Eric Carlson. I mean, Eric would probably say not even close while eating an apple and well eating an apple and yeah. yeah. <laughs> So tied at one one going to third period, the Winnipeg starts, you know, just start peppering the shots like it was the first period all over again. Uh and then the Sharks take a penalty, gave Velarde's left practically all alone on the mm-hmm. side of the net where Morrissey finds him and it's it's a quick tap in. Uh defense head on a swivel. Drew's right on the bench next to you to tell you that head on a swivel. You got to keep an eye on that. Uh, that ends up being your game winning goal. Uh, I mean, that that getting back to that trade with Dubois, that's been a mm-hmm. nice pickup for the Jets. Yeah. Uh, they uh, refresh on who else they got. If if you remember offhand, it's like oh, Filardi. Make me think. And I, I know. know I'm sorry. Think. I'm sorry. It's one twenty in the morning. I apologize for making <laughs> you do, do that. Uh, but it, it's it, it's one of those things where it's like fundamentals uh, would is what's kind of hurting this team on, on occasion. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it was a power play goal. So I mean, obviously you are outnumbered on the ice. Um, it was it was a good it was a good pass though. I mean, it was just it was a good play. Again, there's not much Blackwood can do on it because uh, you know they again like <clears throat> I think it's kind of a missed assignment. But you you I, I'll give them some slack because you are you know getting shelled and there's kind of guys everywhere and you're shorthanded. Um, I don't know. Like I'm not super. Maybe maybe I'm just really like numbed at this point where it's like. I don't really care when they lose. Like they're not losing this game, last game. Like I don't think they were bad games. Like I enjoyed watching them. You know what I mean? So I think if I can enjoy watching a game and they still leave with no points, that's that's kind of a win for me. That's that's a win for me this season. So maybe that's why I'm like I I wish I could come on here and be really mad about this game and mad that they've lost ten in a row, but I don't know. I'm like I'm I'm all out of anger for this team. I don't think they they were I don't think they were good, but I don't think there was very much that you like you want to be like what the hell was that? You know what I mean? Like it's just it wasn't one of those kind of games. And and they they played fairly well. And again, you only allowed them to get two goals on him yeah. against a team that's probably one of the best 5 on 5 teams in the league. Sure. Yeah, you know. I mean, Winnipeg has put up a, you know, has has, has scored a pile of goals this season, man. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, this is a good team. This this Jets seems a good team. Um, and the Sharks, you know, they they kept it close. I mean, Mackenzie Blackwood kept it close, but you know, I mean, again, like the the Sharks had chances to tie it. They just couldn't beat Hellebuck. Yeah, and it, and it hurt. And Eklund probably missed an opportunity to shoot as opposed to pass. Uh, yeah, with the empty net, 
it's like in that whole I uh, mean that whole man advantage like that whole pulled this pulling the goalie section of the game like that was just a nightmare um miscommunication all over the place I think guys are probably guys got stuck out there probably too long and that doesn't right. help anything they couldn't complete like the simplest passes they couldn't complete obviously yeah you want Eklund to be a little more selfish in that situation and just shoot the puck um you know but He's he's a young player. He's good. He's gonna make mistakes like that sometimes, unfortunately, right? And right. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I'm surprised that the Jets didn't score an empty net goal there because, geez, man, the Sharks were atrocious. Like, if you want to get mad at something, I think you. Yeah, I mean, kudos to them winning the faceoffs. I think they've definitely gotten them better in that, even without Nico Sturm in the lineup. Yeah, uh, you can. F- I mean, you can find the little things in there, gang, but. It's it's tough, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's like it can be frustrating. Uh, and speaking of which, we're getting comments from the locker room now. And AJ, thank you for that. We'll, we'll start off with Mackenzie Blackwood. It was nice to have a better game tonight to get back into it right away. And, and if you remember, Ian, when he left that game against Vancouver before the break, uh, he's mm-hmm. like. I don't want to talk about it. I, I'm about to. I'm glad to way to get away from the rink and be with my family. I'm like sure, ugh, like awkward. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think you know. I don't think uh, again. I don't think he's been. He was bad per se. Because I think you got to be really careful when, when, when you want to call a goalie bad. Because we've seen some bad goaltending, and, and Mackenzie Blackwood hasn't really given us bad goaltending, but it wasn't up to the standard that we were kind of gotten used to with him um, before he, before the break and before he got sick. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was, you know, I, I, am happy that he came back and he had a really solid game today because I think that if I'm the sharks, you know, um, I'm going to try and sell high on Kapokokkanen. Yeah. I mean, you got to take your advantage of it and get the picks. Are you confident in, in your, your goaltenders that you're developing? No, but I, but, but you can, again, I don't know, man. Like, I don't think I wouldn't send it. Like, it's hard because like, you know, the Barracuda do have kind of a glut of goaltenders. And so you, you know, do they, I mean, I guess if you're the, if you're the sharks, you want to see maybe either Mac and Yemi or Krona, who I seen Krona, I think has been the best of the three goalies overall this season. Um, but I don't, you know, his, his, what he's done in the NHL so far hasn't been fantastic. It's not exactly like, Ooh, this guy should be the backup next year. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and I don't think it's his fault per se. No. Um, I don't think like the, the, the team in front of him has played like ass both time he's played, but I think there's also things. If you look at the way that Magnus Corona plays goal, and I think there's some holes there that need to be tightened up before you can bring him up in the NHL. I, I, I like there's definitely things in his game that I think need to be better before he can be uh, even a backup NHL goalie. So I don't know. I mean, the thing is, the thing that worries me with Kapokakin is he's had a really good year when he's gonna when he's when he needs to get paid, right? And it was kind of the same situation when he came over. He was pretty good mm-hmm. when they first got him. And they're like, okay, cool. Let's give him some money and let's see what happens. Right. And then, you know, and then it wasn't really good. 
right. and then he's now he's due a paycheck again. He's good. So to me, like, I don't want to, I would be nervous about them being like, okay, well he was good now. So let's just give him some more money and let's give him some term and see what happens. Right. And right. it's like, oh, he's the other guy still. Right. And it's a fine line right now because you, you hit it on the head and I know Kevin's saying the same thing about, you know, taking a gamble on Capo. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing is, is that, you know, you have Krona right now, you have Romanov and you have Maki Niemi right now. Yeah. None of them have stood out. None of them no. have been he- completely healthy for that matter, too. Right. Like Mac and Yemi, I just want to see him be healthy um, and kind of just put some string. And it's hard because, you know, again, you, you when you're talking about the Barracuda, the team in front of the Barracuda is not very is not good defensively. Um, I don't think the Barracuda are a particularly well coached team. I've said that on a lot of occasions. So. You know, but again, like at some point, you know, you need you you probably want to have one of these guys come up and and be a backup. But I just I'm not I wouldn't be comfortable like if the if I'm the Sharks, I probably like I would trade high on Kapokakinen, but I would still be eyeing like another warm body that's more of an a known commodity to come in next year and then, you know, go from there. Does that kind of stifle their plans on maybe trading a goaltender as we get closer to, to the uh, deadline? Because I mean, I, it to me, and tell me if, if you're going to trade a goalie, it's, it's Kapokakinen, right? Right? Like that's the only guy you're trading. Like Mackenzie Blackwood isn't getting traded, period. Like any the the any talk about Mackenzie Blackwood this season has been dumb, and it hasn't been like. And a lot of it hasn't even been. Oh, teams are calling the Sharks about Capo or about Mackenzie Blackwood. All as it's been, it's it's been just talking heads, you know, that get paid for this instead of us just being talking heads on a YouTube channel. Going, well, you know, if I was so and so team, I would call the Sharks about Mackenzie Blackwood, right? It's never been. There's never been. It's never been a rumor. It's always just been talking heads saying, oh, well, this is maybe what I would do if I was in this situation. Right. And then, you know, and then the, 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 the scribes, you know, Oh, Kapokakinen trade rumors. And it's like, it wasn't a rumor. It was a fucking, (laughs) you know, it was, it was just some dude saying, if I was so-and-so team, this is what I might do. It was never the, you know, so-and-so is called the shark. Like that's never happened this year. Yeah. No, I I think everybody was freaking out. Or at least if it, if it has happened, it hasn't been reported. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there have been rumblings. I'm sure there have been calls. Uh, but it remains to be seen as to what will happen on that front down the road. Yeah. Just, so I if mean, you're going to trade someone, it's Kapokakinen. Unless, unless, you know, I mean, look, at could they trade one of their AHL goalies away? Of course they could. But can happened they? before, could happen again. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, they they could do something there too where they, you know, they they package one of their AHL goalies and ship them off in a package to do something else. Right. Right. Um, but if I was the sharks, I would sell high on Kapokakinen and then I would bring in another warm body to play behind Blackwood. Like someone, you know, I, I, I don't have a name cause I haven't looked at who's a free agent next year. Sure. Going into the, the goaltending, but you know what I mean? You know who I'm talking about. Like you bring in a guy who has played backup NHL minutes that you can rely on somewhat to be, you know, to be a guy that can play behind him, yeah. to play behind Blackwood, who is, you know, who is the future until he says he's not. <laughs> and that's the way it is, right? 
Fair point. Fair point. All right. Uh, continue on with Blackwood. Uh, they had us running around and capitalized on the back door. Last three games have been one goal games. It's about finishing the job. And, you know, it's it's getting that full 60 in. It's getting that full uh, press going. That's, that's where that whole... Uh, that whole offensive capability needs to come into play where sure. you know, you're not, you're not passing it around like the power play uh, did earlier tonight where, you know, even drew was saying on, on the broadcast, the coaches are wanting them to get more pucks on net and they're passing around because Winnipeg's doing a heck of a job. Penalty. Killing. Yeah. They just, I mean, you want to, you, you want, like, here's the thing, right? Like, so you want to obviously get shots through, but if you don't get shots through, and that's the one thing Winnipeg is decent at on the, I don't want to say they're like, I don't want to make Winnipeg sound like they're this amazing penalty killing team because they're not. No, they're not. Like all their damage has been five on five, but like, but they're they're still a good enough team. Whereas if you're not getting quality shots through and you're just you know shooting into a defenseman and then that's it and the play is going the other direction, like. I, I thought the Jets did a dec- did a good enough job of of taking away a lot of the the Sharks' good shooting opportunities because yeah I mean you yes you want to see more shots but you don't want to see shots go into a defenseman's shin and then you know everyone goes the other way right so that's that's the tough part with that uh, let's get to Coach Quinn uh, what he had to say we have to be more detailed our execution isn't what it needs to be right now we're not fast enough and we don't cover recover quick enough well that's not good i mean uh you know the the speed the speediness or the speediness you know there's a guy in 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 a suite that can maybe teach you about speed uh being how fast you can get you know, and but it's watching that turnover passing game, uh, big time. Uh, Quinn continue on to saying we just played the best team in the West, and it was a toe to toe game. Our guys competing their asses off, uh, but we'll get out of this. Uh, we'll continue. We're going to show up tomorrow, work hard, and we're, and we're going to get out of this. It's been a bear of a schedule. We're not playing Los Gatos high. We have to keep playing better. Shout out Los Gatos High. I didn't know you had a hockey team. Good. Cool. <laughs> I used to throw frisbee in front of in front of their campus years ago. So uh, cool, cool for them. Uh, and of course, we'd be remiss if we can shout out Jerry F for his super chat donation. Thanks for another great show, guys. Appreciate Thank it, Jerry. You. And good to see you the other day at the game uh, on a holiday sweater night, my friend. Uh, so. You lose two to one. You, you you and like Quinn says, Ian, they did play toe to toe. They they just need to get their game a little more. I would say polished a little bit. You know, don't be afraid to take those shots, but you know, find the right timing. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm just because everyone's saying sign Aaron Dell. There, that Aaron, Aaron Dell's not a not not a not a solid NHL backup option guys let's let's be honest but let's 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 so i just i brought up the list here quick just to throw out some names right all right fire um, away you know I, and again i'm not like again that you're not signing any of these guys so you're signing these guys so that some of them can take some some of the pressure off of blackwood so you don't start them like a crazy man right i mean you can bring a guy like peter morazic you can bring in a guy um who else can you bring in like lauren brossois like you, just 
guys like that, right? I mean, obviously, I don't think you bring James Reimer back. Antti Ranta's made a glass. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, those are the kind of guys that I'm thinking, right? You, just guys who, they're not going to, you know, they're not going to steal Blackwood's job, but they're they're going to be able to come in and play 20, 30 games. And be serviceable to yeah. help out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's definitely gone to more of a tandem in the NHL. You know, you look it, it at has, yeah. you got that, Swayman it, it and Olmark so and such. I don't want to say like, you know, having a, a good backup isn't important. Like you want to have a decent, um, you, want, you want to put guys in a decent situation, obviously. But I, th- I still think like you can find a guy who's not going to break the bank and come in and give you some, you know, give you some decent minutes. So that would put a bow on this game. Uh, Aaron Jacks, you know, Sharks are paying for years and years of going for it. Oh, of course. But that's what that's the risk you take for going for it. You know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and they should have. I mean, uh, again, I hate I, 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 I hate this like desire that we have to like relitigate how the sharks got here. It, it feels like right. this, we do this every other show. It's like, oh, we got to relitigate how we got here. And I think it's, I think at the end of the day, it's like they, 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 they went for it, right? And they went for it for a long time because that's what teams that, you know, it's like, oh, they traded draft picks, and yeah, because that's what teams that are trying to win do, right? Like, you show me, show me a team that that went for it and didn't. Unfortunately, one team wins and the rest don't. And the Sharks, unfortunately, were in that group of the rest for, you know, for years and years and years. And, you know, probably in years, you know, yeah, is there situations where there's years where they kind of pissed it away? Of course, that's what happened. But ultimately, like, I don't know, man. They went for it. But they, you know, this team could have closed the window after they lost to the Ducks in 09. When they should, sure. when they won the President's Trophy, but you rebuild yeah. it, you you retouched it up and everything. Hell, you could have done it after you lost in five games to the Blues in 2012. You could have blown yep. it up even more if you, you know, oh, they had in 2015. plenty of opportunities to blow it up. Like, but they kept it, it in. Where, where it cost them like, though. Blow it up. Yeah, I mean, you know, and again, I always say this, and and people be like, "Well, we didn't win anything, though, Ian." But, like, we were spoiled, man. We had playoffs for so many fucking... Like, there were so many years where, you know, you can you can go into the season and it's like, is this the year? Yeah. And I... Sorry, man. I loved that way more than this year where it's like, God, I wonder if we're going to... Are we going to draft first overall? And that's, like, your first fucking thought when the puck drops in October. Yeah. Like, I, what would you rather? I'm sorry. I loved, like... Yeah, it sucks that they never got the silver shiny thing. For sure. A hundred percent. And I'm not saying like, you know, that should be acceptable, but, but at the same time, like I enjoyed the going for the silver shining thing a lot more than this. Oh, I think on a personal standpoint, of course, because you enjoyed the wins. I enjoyed attempting to have a beard. The mustache didn't come through as AJ would probably tell you, (laughs) but (laughs) I mean, it's, it, it, it's enjoyable to to have playoff hockey, to have a, be in contention of it. I guarantee you, a lot of these gripes go away if there's a banner that's the Stanley Cup champions in San Jose. I think that is easily probably the softest takes, of course. But at the same time, you got yeah. There. I don't know. Like I said, yeah. I, I I'm just I'm done litigating how we got so. here. I think it's 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 a it's a book that's been well written and. Sure. Well, you know, well, it's been well covered, yeah. especially on this channel. Yes. Uh, AJ Woods is adding on, last time I looked, Ben Gaudreau is available. Again. Talk about a guy who shot himself in the foot. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I I feel bad for Ben Goodrow because like, you know, obviously had that he didn't he didn't have a good World Junior, um, and then everything kind of went downhill for him from there. Uh, you know, and then again the Sharks, you know, he was he wasn't he wasn't a Greer pick either. Right, right. And we've seen a lot of you know we've seen a lot of my um of the previous regimes picks moved out of out of the out off the team yeah logan teal with a two dollar super chat donation thank you very much logan therapy money for ian for watching the sharks and the cuda yeah i mean i appreciate that because my therapy bills are going to be huge this year oh my gosh uh i guess we'll touch really quick on the cuda Mm -hmm. Uh, they they won they put up six goals yeah i mean that 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 was nice to see last night yeah so you know they win they lose they win um the problem with the with the barracuda right is is it's just it's consistency man like if this team like against you know seven teams in the pacific division make the playoffs and as of now the barracuda aren't gonna be one of them right and i don't think they're gonna get there and that's really sad and again, it, it's like the, the frustrating thing with the CUDA is they will do a game like last night where you're like, wow, maybe this is the start of something. But then we've seen this so many times right. this year that like I I can't even come on here with a straight face and be like, wow, that's a really good game. Maybe this is going to be the start of something. They can't win. They've won back to back games once this year. <laughs> it's brutal. Like and and again, like I. I think that the forward group isn't as good as last year's forward group, but they should be better defensively. And, you know, I don't think the goaltending hasn't been like, it's been a little over the place too, but I don't, it's kind of like the sharks. Like if you're, if you're looking at the goaltending specifically and just kind of circling that and being like, this is why the Barracuda aren't winning. You're not watching the games. Right. And like Rob, I'm saying in, in the chat, you know, my anger is more geared toward at the Barracuda this season. You know, it's sucks yeah, because it, I think there's a lot of expectations. I don't, and like I said, I think last year everybody was just gushing. So because you had Eklund, Bordalo, Gushin, and all the you kids had Robbins all year, like right. Robbins just came back. Um, yeah, it's it's hard, right? Like I think that the thing that bugs me with this team though is just like the you have a significantly dis- different roster and yet all the same problems. So to me, that's coaching. Yeah. Um, have you been able to watch the world juniors? I know it's been in a weird time. Has the, yeah. has the country recovered from the devastating upset? Uh, yeah. You know what? <laughs> uh, it's, it's fine. Um, I think I don't that... mean to tricky, but sorry. No, no, I honestly, I don't care. Like, I think that, it was a disappointing sure, right? But I think that like and we deserve I think Canadians as a whole deserve a lot of the shit we get because like it seems like every time like like I'm it's fine. We lost a tournament. It's it's not good. Like obviously this was something where I'm like, hey, look, I might actually cheer for a winning team. No, nope, nope, not gonna do that either. <laughs> um Yeah, I might cheer for a team that wins something for a couple of weeks. Nope, oh, not happening. Man. Um but like at the end like I think that for Canadians right like I just feel like it's fine we'll be fine like it you know it always every time we lose like I I I hate how suddenly it's like oh my god is hockey over in Canada and it's like 
no, it's, it's just over for this year and it'll be fine. We'll come back next year and Canada will be good again and there'll be a metal threat next year. Just, you know, it'll it'll be fine. Like, yes, it sucks to lose. And, and being a country like Canada, obviously, anything less than gold is losing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it sucks. Like, I'm not going to tell you, sit here and tell you it doesn't suck. But like, you know, is Canada over? No, no, Canada will be fine. We still produce some of the best players in the world. It'll be fine. There's, you know, they'll come back next year. It'll be fun. Yeah. And, you know, rest assured, Canada, it's all good. Yeah. Like, I just, I mean, I'm, I'm so tired of like, we, we lose a tournament. And it's like, oh, God, is Canada over? It's like, <laughs> really? Like, yeah, I, I get it. Right. Like, you know, it's funny because, like, when we lost in the Olympics before, like, before, the, before we, I think it was before Vancouver, like, before, before Salt Lake, I guess, right? Oh. When it was, like, over in Europe oh, yeah. and Japan, the first two NHL Olympics, and mm-hmm. Canada did really bad. Like, I think after those, like, there was, like, like the government, the government did things to be like, <laughs> what is going on? Why are we not winning? Like, the government of Canada was like, had like hearings to figure out what the hell was going on with hockey Canada. And it's like, so I like, again, so when I say like Canadians deserve some of the shit we get for hockey, we do <laughs> because like right. we had parliamentary hearings over why Canada wasn't doing good in the Olympics <laughs> because like when the, when the Olympics were announced for the NHLers going right, like that was the thing. It was like, well, Canada's getting gold. And then when we didn't, you know, meddle at all, everyone was like, oh, what happened? Right, right. Uh, and speaking of which, Paul Medina in the super chat, uh, see the Sharks lose to, to today and see Beast at Havlid or Smith and Polkamp lose tomorrow. Um. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, I don't have like a real rooting interest there. I thought um, I'll give the USA Team USA a lot of credit. Uh, I thought they played. They had a good game tonight, I thought. Um, I'm I. <laughs> I'm going to get hell for this, but I have only like, again, I continue to be just kind of whelmed by Smith in this tournament. I, I know he's put up goals and stuff, and I don't think he's been terrible. I don't think he's been bad, but I, I haven't been, I haven't been super, super, super high on his tournament. Um, I'm, and, and that's not me saying like, we should all worry about Will Smith. I just, I, I don't know. Uh, sometimes again, like I've said this, a. Uh, uh, last one I was on too, you know, like guys are obviously expected to play roles on, on these teams. Like right. they're not, you know, like they, all these guys are like the top players from their, their club teams. And then they come and they have to, to play roles. I, I you know, I, I don't think he's been bad. I just, I, I think he's just been good. And, and, you know, and I think from a fourth overall pick, you kind of want great. Right. Um, but I, I, I don't, I'm not worried about him though. Like I don't want people to come away being like, Oh God, the rebuild's over. We fucked it up. Like it's fine. Um, we have to restart the rebuild again. Yeah, that's the last thing I think anybody wants to hear I right give, now. Um, but I, I, you know what? I want to give the Finns a lot of credit though, because I thought they, I, the way they started the tournament um, to come back, and I think they, you know, they really, uh, they really took it to the Americans in the first period. And yeah, the Americans kind of came on after that. Um, but you know, credit to them because the way they started this tournament, man, like people were talking about like are the Finns going to be in the relegation game? And like, you know, now they're going to play for a bronze medal. So, I mean, I I think that obviously a a proud country like Finland, like this isn't the result they were looking for either. Um, And I don't think they're going to be particularly happy if they win the bronze medal, but I think they deserve a lot of credit for not just rolling over uh, and 
kind of dying in this tournament. Um, but yeah, USA Sweden should be a shit ton of fun. Yeah, that's at 10 a.m. on Friday morning out here on the West Coast. Uh, next year, it's in Ottawa. And then 2025, I believe they just announced it's going to be in Minnesota, which is going to be awesome. That's going to just... Yeah, that'll be fun. I think they haven't had it in like nearly 40 years, so that's awesome. And speaking of... It seems of, like such a no-brainer place to put it, too. Oh, totally. Totally. I mean, you, you can have two rinks, but you can just use the XL Energy Center. That, that just means the while they're going to go on a... On a, a really long road trip. At, for the holidays, you know. <laughs> Yeah, the whole the choice. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Minnesota, shout out to uh, WPHL Minnesota uh, beating Boston three to two yesterday. Uh, Sophia, mm, let me try it again. Sophia Cunning with a goal. Uh, of course, Luke Cunning's wife. Uh, so kudos to that. Uh, you know, keep going yeah, with I that. I haven't watched any of these games yet, but I, I guess they've been well attended so far. So I'm yeah. curious. And it's been fun. The The pace of play has been really good. I mean, it's not is it as fast as the NHL. No, probably but not. But it's still expected. been competitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, no, I, so. I look at I, I, I'm I hope it does well, man. Like, I really hope like this is the, the situation that, you know, they could finally kind of sticks and works out for everybody. Um, Peace. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, I mean that'd be really nice. Like I, I just, I, I, would really like that for the women's game. I'll have to. I'm gonna have to try and find some time to, to, to catch a game at some point, uh, just to check it out. I do. I don't. You know, like women's hockey's not like my bag. Like I like international tournaments, kind of like anything else, right? Like I'll watch the the international tournaments and whatnot. Um, I don't know if I can find some time, maybe I will uh, check out a game, see what's what. Sorry, and Felix, thank you. P D P W H L, not W P H L. Yeah, I'm getting right. confusing with the the women's league with a television station in Philadelphia. So my apologies <laughs> on that. Sorry, sorry. You know, uh, but let's get to good news. Tomas Hurdle gets named to the All Star team. Uh, I mean, kind of a slam dunk. I don't think there's anybody else except maybe Fabian Zetterlin that that could have gotten on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, Zetterland would be a nice pick. Um, yeah, I, it, look, it's fine. It's the All-Star game, right? Um, I'm curious. I mean, they're going back to the draft, I guess, this year, yeah. which is interesting um, because obviously, you know, uh, NHL players are incredibly pissy uh, sometimes. <laughs> like, Speaking of Rhea, Leon Dreisaitl, no, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they get kind of pissy. Um, so I'm glad that they're kind of doing that again. Uh, you know, it's like these guys can be uncomfortable for whatever you know what i mean like i don't yeah. know man i think they're i think nhl players are kind of coddled a little bit i kind of like the whole thing i i understand like it sucks to be the guy getting picked last year you're still a fucking all-star so suck it up you're you're one of the best players in the nhl oh Con well you got picked last for an all-star game who cares congrats to tomas hurdle for winning that i'm calling that right now speaking of hurdle we do have a reaction of him being selected uh, let's take a look at that oh we did it we made it Let's go, Sharks! Thank you, Tomash. Appreciate it. Uh, he's very excited. And, and as he should, when he went in 2020 for Logan Couture, um, absolutely got snubbed for, for MVP. I think he had like five goals in, in the two games, including the game-winning goal. And no, let's give it to David Pasternak because, you know, Jeremy Jacobs is the real guy who runs this league. But I digress. 
it's an all-star game. People take these shit way too seriously. Yeah, I know, but you know, five goals and, and I know. you get nothing. Owen yeah, Nolan yeah. calls a shot and you give the all-star MVP to Mark Recchi in '97. Come on. All right, all right. I'll, I'll let it go. Uh, so now I'm really gonna trigger Ian. So the Toronto Maple Leafs come to town on Saturday, and it might be That's Martin Jones starting the the game. Great. I... <laughs> oh, is, sorry, is, is, he, is wait, is he wait, wait, wait? So you're telling me Martin Jones is actually good now? Um, how Apparently, many years, how many teams later he's always oh, he's, he's finally good now? Okay, good. I was wrong this whole time. God, is that what is that is that what everyone's waiting for? Me? I was so wrong about Martin Jones. No, no, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. I love you, bud. Hang in there. I know it's just like, oh, Martin just got shut out. HS has to tag me. It's like, oh, oh, is he good now? Is he is he finally good? <laughs> I mean, finally. About time. How many teams and how many years later did it take to be good again? Uh, that helps that you're you're on one of the better teams in the league. Yeah. Of course. I mean, hey, look at Elias Samson was also on one of the better teams in the league and he can't stop a beach ball. Right. That's true. And and, and kudos to Toronto for having that clause in, in Jones's contract to get through waivers to get to the Marlies at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Um, no, I think, look, at I think it's going to be interesting to see uh, the, I, I, I'm curious to see how they play that, that back-to-back game. That's probably going to be uh, a nasty little, um, it's not going to be a lot of fun for them. I don't think, right. uh, I don't think it's going to be fun for them here. And I don't think it's going to be fun for them there. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, and then after that though, I mean, you know, who do they play after that? Montreal and then Ottawa. Yeah, so they they have the, <laughs> they have that. they have the literal home at home with Toronto of all teams, then go to Montreal, then back to Ottawa, and then go to Buffalo. So, yeah, it's really dumb. Like if if you have any um, understanding of the geography of Canada, uh, Toronto uh, and Montreal, Ottawa's in the middle of those two teams, uh, which you. is fine though because uh, I am uh, I will be at the Ottawa game. I am so excited for you, bud, uh, and I hope you get to have a great time with that. Uh, so, Ian will be in Ottawa, and I will Fe- be in Ottawa. And Felix, you know, me and Jules have been going back and forth for weeks since ever since Jonathan Becker mailed uh, Steve Dangle uh, a uh, jacket. Do you know that there's never been a podcast done at the tank before? I oh, was unaware. Fuck of this. you. Stop it. Now you're going to get me triggered. Now you're going to be triggered. Nobody forgot. Unaware. Everybody forgot me and AJ and Kevin were sitting at the the arena club bar when no. I'm holding up my cell phone for games. There's no, 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 wait a minute. Let me finish here. It's not like me and me and AJ and hell, we'll break out Gentry for the matter. You know, the, the day after uh, me and my girlfriend broke up. We did a podcast live from the tank, <laughs> literally in the same spot that AJ, or excuse me, Randy and Drew used to begin the broadcast. Yeah, exactly. And then, is this is what is this is this what it's like when you guys do this to me? See, this is what it is. Is this, this is, is this what no, this is amazing? It's like, right, now I get it. Now now I understand why you it's, guys it's purposely try and fucking twist I, my I, 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 cross my okay, wires. I okay. love this. Okay, first off, I usually don't. That's usually not what I try to do. I'm just like, oh god, okay, I hit a nerve. Oh shit, now I gotta try to. I'll well, I'll let him go, and then I'll reel him back in. But you know, my my thing is like, yeah, first ever podcast at the Shark Tank. Really, 
Really? Really? We've been doing this for nearly 10 years. You know how many times well, have we know. gone on Google? I mean, Google now, Hangouts now in and the end and... of podcasts. Like, I will say, like, as far as, like, podcasts that I think of, like, obviously, I think, like, we do we do okay but we're, we're very niche like we don't we're not as widely known as steve dangle obviously like obviously i think if you put me and steve dangle beside each other no one knows who he is <laughs> right uh, like right. no one's coming to no one's going to be like oh my god that's ian reed no that's well, that's not going to happen i uh, i in that situation so i i i get it but it just like and it's not even just like it's not even just us it's not like it was like we're like and we're like the only ones i think it's just like no, I mean, kind of slaps at a lot of people, honestly. Right, it it goes after Fin Factor. Uh, I mean, I'm sure JD is as well. I mean, I'm, Michael, I'm... you're actually going to be in Ottawa. Oh, for real? really? That's interesting. Cool. I need to. Okay, you hit me up on Discord if you're if you're not bullshitting. Yeah, we'll we'll have to talk about that. But uh, to to finish getting off of my. Uh, I, yeah, Michael, like, I appreciate that you would say, hey, it's Ian. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, the real question for Puck Guy is Steve Dangle actually going to show up this tank? Well, at last check, he needs to get a flight out here. Otherwise, everything else is hunky dory. Um, but I will say, if you are Steve Dangle coming to the game, Dangle, and I'm going to go full Brody Brazil here. <laughs> Dangle, if you are watching, it's not like I've been trying to contact you for years to to, to shoot the shit about 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 San Ramon, California's Austin Matthews, but let's collab. Let's make something happen here. Uh, we also have a response to what Steve Dangle thinks of our show. Teal Town after dark. That sounds like hockey, but in underwear. Uh- okay. Uh, first and foremost, yes, we do wear underwear on this show, but it's we wear a lot more than that. So just putting that out there, Steve. Oh, speak for yourself. You have no idea what I'm wearing out of this sweater. All right. Thank you, Jumbo Joe Thornton. You are <laughs> you are in the Sioux. I mean Jumbo play in the Sioux, he's he's that big of a trendsetter, folks. That I, I love you guys. I appreciate that you guys would be, <laughs> be cool if you saw me. That that would be like awesome. older what heart. Yeah. Uh but and yeah, Kevin, I mean there, there were times where Kevin and I would, would be in there and then he's got to catch the, the Cal train like in five minutes before to it's like, um, okay, can we, yeah, can we get this going? And it's like, yeah, I know it's Google Hangouts. It's, it's, it's to the joy. Oh, remember the Google Hangouts days? That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so with yeah, that, if, if, if I stand up, we're getting taken off the air. We're getting taken off YouTube. <laughs> we'll have to move to Twitch. <laughs> oh, of course, it's Twitch, right? Uh, you can get away with that on Twitch. Well, yeah. for the most part, I don't know. We're 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 small time. We'd probably get banned there too. C- coming up, uh, Ian starts the Teal Town OnlyFans. <laughs> it's coming, baby. Oh boy! All right. Well, in in that case, we better get out of here before we get after after dark. In case you missed anything or you want to watch this again, check us out on tealtownusa.com or wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Google, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeart, Odyssey. Of course, if you're watching us on the YouTube channel right now, you can hit that like button, smash that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. That'll let you know when we do go on the air following every single Sharks game. Pucknologist Sunday night at 7 p.m. Pacific. And whenever news breaks, we try to break it down for you here. We fix it, the- damn it. Yes. 
with alien tape and super glue. Yes. Uh, so, uh, Ian, your final thoughts? It's good to be um, back in the saddle with you. Yeah, it's, it was it's, it was good to be back. I'm happy to be back. Um, yeah, no, uh, when the sharks do good, it's when the sharks do okay, it's okay. It's because they didn't do good, but they did okay. So it's okay. Um, other than that, um, after I do get back, and we I already mentioned this when me and Jules were on last time, but uh, once we do get back, once I do get back from Ottawa, uh, and we figure out what schedules look like, we will be starting our bi-weekly uh, Barracuda show with me and Jules and whoever else wants to sit in a third chair. So uh, look forward to that. I think that's the way I want to do the Barracuda coverage going forward. Um, because I like... We do a lot of dumb shit. I'm going to get people mad at me, but I don't care. We do a lot of dumb shit that I think takes away from this. And I think this is what we excel at. So I want to make sure that if we're doing coverage, we're doing it here on the channel. Absolutely. He's at Ian Blogs Hockey. I'm at Puckguy14. We will be back with you Saturday. And I I think I can almost confirm this now. We will be back with you Saturday at the Shark Tank. It'll be me and Jules doing the show completely live from... Most likely the penthouse suite uh, at uh, the Shark Tank. So until until the blue coats come in, throw you out. They're like, "You're not Steve Dangle. Get the fuck out of here." Oh, you know. Oh, maybe I should get a uh, a big head for, for Dangle. You know. Okay. <laughs> well, we appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you very much. We'll be back with you again following Sharks and Leafs. That's a 4 p.m. start because, of course, you know, the Leafs have to, we have to go hockey night in Canada. It's so late. It gets started at 7 o'clock. You know, so until then, thanks for watching and keep it real. Keep it teal. Keep it real teal. Have a great night. Sorry. Good night.